If, if somebody doesn't like what I put out, they don't have to watch it or they can watch it and be upset about that. But if I'm proud of what I'm putting out, they just don't like me, I can't do anything about it. If I'm putting, if I was putting out content that I know wasn't good and I was not proud of, yeah, that would probably affect me more. But if somebody just doesn't like something, that's your opinion. I, 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 they're right. That's the thing is they're right. They go, this is bad. I'm like, well, you think it's bad. You're right. Like, I can't change that. Welcome back to the Well Now What podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. If you're new here, the Well Now What podcast is for confused Gen Zs, 20-something-year-olds, unsure what they want to do post-grad or career-wise. So I interview people from completely different backgrounds to hear more about their career journey. I first launched this podcast about a year ago, and it's kind of just grown ever since. And it's been so fun getting to just interview so many cool people and grow this little community. I hope everyone's having a good start to your week. I'm recording this the week prior. Um, not much to update you guys on, let's be honest. Um, I will be recording that funny date story episode soon though. So last minute call out if you have a funny date story, worst, best date, anything goes, just DM me on Instagram at wellnowwhatpodcast. Anywho, today's guest is Ben. I'm not going to bother saying his last name again because I definitely butchered it the first time. But Ben is a digital creator most known for his adventure videos on TikTok. He is also from Vancouver and he has just grown such a huge following this past year. I think he has over a million followers and there's people that watch him all over the world. He's, you know, a lot of people are sending off letters to him and he mentioned there was people from Singapore, from Europe. Um, yeah, it was just, it was crazy to see how much he's grown. I really loved our conversation and we kind of talked about, you know, exploring by yourself and why he enjoys spending time alone so much. Um, and then also with friends, his, you know, his origin story and how he got to traveling a lot with his family his post-secondary education, and even though he doesn't work in that field anymore, how that experience really helped shape him today. And how he got, you know, on TikTok and digital creating. And I think I mentioned in the episode why I loved Ben's video so much and why I reached out initially is that, you know, on social media, you're, see you're always watching so many videos and ads and whatnot. And Ben's content just really felt like he was going on a hike or he was going on an adventure and he just happened to like take his camera along and it just feels really genuine so i absolutely love his content so if you haven't seen him make sure to check him out on tiktok he's also on instagram but let's get straight into the episode I'm here with Ben Kiloshensky. Ben is the owner of clothing brand Widely Apparel, as well as a digital creator, mostly known for his adventurous solo exploration videos on TikTok. Ben's also from Vancouver, and a lot of his videos are either like hiking, exploring Vancouver, fixing old overalls, writing to his pen pal. So just an overall mix of different um, exploring and creating videos. But the message is always so positive and inspiring. And I know Ben's made me want to explore my own city more as I'm from Vancouver as well. And I just, you know, learned to appreciate how beautiful of a place we live in. So thank you so much for coming on, Ben. I'm so excited just to learn more about your story. Oh, well, I appreciate you having me. I, I didn't know you were from Vancouver. So I like uh, knowing that. Yes, I love local um, Vancouver creators. So yeah, how have you been doing? It's been a weird time these, you know, past year. So how has life been for you personally? It's it's changed a lot. I I, I work full time. My my actual job, I work for 
uh, my dad's small business. We have an event company, which obviously stopped completely during March of last year. It was the first thing to really go. Nothing is more not essential than a party and event company. Mm -hmm. So I got put on laid off and was just kind of waiting things out. I just got bored. So from there, I started making TikTok content and it just turned out like it was just something to do for fun. And when I started making that, I think a lot of people either missed Vancouver or weren't as lucky as you and I were to not be completely locked down at stay at home orders. And we could go out, we could go to these amazing parks still, you know, with precautions, but we're very fortunate for where we live because we, we still had access to all these places. Um, and, and then my life has changed quite a bit. Like I'm right now I'm in my new kind of work studio, which is amazing. And I'm getting to talk to you on a podcast. Like it's completely different than anything I've ever done or thought I would ever do. This isn't something that was it, you know, it wasn't planned at all. Mm-hmm. I love that. So what about your personal like origin story? Like what was your childhood and high school years? Like, have you always been super curious and adventurous Um, I know that you love to travel. So is that something that's kind of always been, you know, in your blood or like the way that you were raised? Yeah. So as a kid, my dad would always take us um, like camping. Mostly we would spend, you know, a month at a time camping. And it it, it gave me a lot of confidence to be doing things alone and being by yourself. My my dad trusted us. He was, you know, go, go swimming, go have fun by yourself. He was he knew that we were safe with it. And he just taught us a lot of respect. Uh, mostly with being outdoors and then he always wanted us to travel I traveled right out of high school just kind of having that sense of like wanderlust as a kid Uh, so the first place I went to was New Zealand or no that wasn't true the first place I went to kind of by myself was Europe I went to uh, Greece and Germany right out of high school from there I was home for a little bit and then I spent five months in New Zealand and Australia I cycled from the top of New Zealand to the bottom of Australia and th- and that crap. just came from yeah yeah and that was great <laughs> it was or sorry the top of the top wait hang on the top of New Zealand on the North Island to the bottom of New Zealand on the South Island that's okay, on, okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like that's seems way too far because it only took me a month yeah so I did that and it was just camping by myself and I was just very fortunate to be in a very safe country to do that. And the New Zealanders are extremely welcoming and very forward with like their camping. It's very free. They have a lot of free camping where you can pretty much camp anywhere. As long as you're a distance away from private property, you can camp on beaches. You can kind of do those things very easily. But yeah, just, just as a kid, I was, I was just curious. I liked wandering around and looking at things and asking questions. And i feel that a lot more now than I did in my teenage years where I kind of felt like I had to go to post-secondary school and fit into kind of the norms that a lot of people do, which I did. I went to BCIT after that travel trip and I have a, I'm, I'm a mining technician by trade. So I studied mineral exploration and mining technologies, which let me go to amazing places within British Columbia, flying in helicopters and walking on glaciers and just getting to be out in the middle of nowhere, nowhere, or, you know, the next town is a six hour drive on a dirt road. And we had to take a helicopter up on the mountain to our, our job site every day. So my life, when I think about it, I have a lot of these experiences that have set me up for what I'm doing now, which is 
you know, yeah. Yeah. So how, or do you think, you know, your personality, are you more introverted? Do you enjoy spending that time alone? Are you extroverted? Are you a mix of both? Because for me, I'm definitely a mix of both. Like I love my time alone, but sometimes I feel recharged being around other people. So what is it like for you? I think I, it's, it's definitely both. I like going outside and being able to think and have it be however I want it to be that day. But I, I love sharing those experiences with others. I've, mm-hmm. Some of my best times have been with my friends, but I, I separate those. Like if I'm filming one of these videos, I'm, I'm always by myself because I don't want to take away that experience from somebody else of me filming it. And, you know, it, it just doesn't seem right. So if I'm really? with somebody, which I, I, I like to do, I want to share. Yeah. I just, I just want to share that experience. I like being by myself because I think I've learned a lot about myself and I think I just like myself more now Mm -hmm. and being able to spend time with myself and knowing that I'm completely in control of anything that goes good and anything that goes bad. It just feels good to be in control of your own life. Mm -hmm. Like the concept of being alone for some reason, it's like, Oh my God, so shocking, but it's, it's so simple. Um, I know for me, like when I was younger, when I was a teen, I definitely struggled being alone because I was in dance. I was always involved with a lot of people. It was only really in my fourth year of university when I went on exchange to Stockholm and I was able to travel on my own. I was like, oh, this is okay. But being alone now, since with COVID and everything, I, I don't know. I never truly feel alone, If especially if you're on social media, you're constantly connected with people. But yeah, so I guess you, you've created such an amazing community. I assume it's not just people from Vancouver, Canada, just all over the world are writing towards you, just thanking um, you to bringing them on this adventure. So how does it feel for you to build this, such an incredible community online? It's nice because it's very positive. I get a lot of, like, I get a lot of letters. I have a heap of letters right now that I'm going to kind of make a thank you video about. And I want to be able to answer a bunch of these letters, but even the the messages I get, the DMs, the emails, the comments are so over, overwhelmingly positive, very open. People just saying, hey, it's been a tough year and it's nice to be able to watch a one minute video and it can help my anxiety. It can help with stress. And it, that feels nice. But I also like hearing people you know, like, I, I drank my coffee outside today in a park. I did those little things to appreciate my city. And a lot of it is international. The, the, uh, probably the majority of it is, you know, the States, Europe, a lot of Europe, a lot of England, Germany, um, Australia, New Zealand. I love being able to showcase Vancouver, obviously, to people, you know, like you, to people that don't, that live in the city, but maybe have forgotten how wonderful it is. And if I can show those spaces and people are like, oh, yeah, I live in these places, that's great. But to to show how great Vancouver is, I, I kind of like that. I like being an ambassador for Vancouver and, you know, maybe putting this on like a bucket list for people to come and be able to have this big city, but then being able to go into the mountains and to the ocean and have all that. And Vancouver is a place where you really have to make it work for you because a lot of people, and and to me, for to some degree, there's not a whole lot. There's not a whole lot of things that happen in it, especially right now during COVID. Like you know, our there's a lot of regulations that stop you from having big events, or you know, our drinking laws are a little weird like you can't just go out and like have like a few drinks out on the beach without it you know technically being illegal so you have to go kind of find other things to do and 
I, I like being able to show those. Yeah. And do you feel now that you have, I guess, like more eyes, more followers than when you first started? Like, do you ever feel like when you go exploring at yourself, like some sort of maybe not pressure, but maybe like duty to take a video of it and to show your audience? Um, or like, you know, as you have more followers, you can make a living off of this. Do you ever feel pressure to, cre- to create a certain kind of content? It is in my mind. And I know even right now, like after this, I'm, I'm making a video and it's not an adventure video. It's a video to kind of support small business. I'm, I made a bunch of shirts for this taco place that I like, and I'm going to give them a bunch because they don't have this merch. And, you know, we've been, had our restaurants closed for a long time. So I'm going to go give them those shirts and then I'm going to make a video being like, Hey, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be outside of this park, outside of this taco place. I give you bring a receipt to me and show me like those things. I like, it's not going to be a great video, but I want to support in that way because I've been very fortunate. I've I've like had a couple brand deals and uh, you know, I have incredible imposter syndrome for that of like, why? Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. you know, you, people are like, Oh, you know, I've, I've had friends being like, that's so weird. I'm like, it's, it's weird to me too, that I have (laughs) this audience, but I've really gotten better at not just making content to make content. Cause I think that can very easily come across as that's what you're doing. And I don't want, I don't, I don't want to just be out there annoyed trying to think of how I can make a good video. Otherwise mm-hmm. it's not fun anymore. And then that, that is a job. Mm-hmm. The most success I've had is just like me having fun, like exactly. me having really good days. Mm-hmm. So and like from, yeah, to- yeah. From like the audience perspective, like to me, it looks like you're just record, you're just going, doing your own thing and you just happen to take along your camera. Like it comes off as really genuine. And I think that's why so many people love your content because on social media, we're constantly bar bonded by like ads and brand deals. So for yours, like, and it's also people understand, like you can make a living off of TikTok. If you have to make brand deals, that's, that's how it is. And have you considered doing this full time? I know that you do own um, you know, a clothing company and you've worked for th- your dad. So do you see that transitioning in the future? Um, I would like, like, of course I would like to, like, I, I want to, mm-hmm. I would love to be able to just work for myself. TikTok, I would have to consistently be doing brand deals to make it like that. And, you know, that is possible. You don't really have to, you could do enough brand deals to make like a good living, but I also it, it's stressful to then be putting out an ad and I don't want to be seen as just a constant advertisement, but when a company reaches out to you that you're like, Oh, I believe in this, or I've been using this product for a long time and they let you be just creative with it and have it seamlessly fit into your videos. I'm like, good. Like, why, why would I not? Like, I believe in it. And if somebody doesn't like that, then yeah, it's not for them. The next step would be YouTube probably because then it's monetization that TikTok doesn't have for people in Canada. Like I, we're not part of the creator fund up here. It's just in the States and some European countries. So that would be the next kind of step of transitioning into becoming a full-time like content creator. Is that something that you think you'd really enjoy doing that full-time or what are you thinking? Oh, I'd love to. Like, yeah. like, I don't know what you, I don't know if this is your full-time job, but like, wouldn't you love to do this? I know, hundred percent. Yeah. This is more the, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like a passion project of mine. Like I work for a content creator doing like marketing and social, but for this, this was like a pet project that I was like, this is kind of fun. I'll do 10 episodes. And now I'm almost at like 60 or 70. Oh, wow. And I've got to talk to like, thank you. I've got to talk to so many amazing people. I'm like, what? Like I'm a no one. I just started this off of nothing, you know? Yeah. I, I feel you. I, it doesn't make sense to me. And, but that, that's the thing is you're doing it for the right reason that you're doing it because it was a passion project. And if something else comes from it, you're going to welcome it with open arms, but you've been giving this stuff away for free for Mm -hmm. 
because you wanted to. And that speaks a lot about, you know, you and what you want to create. Because if you start just mon- trying to monetize something right away or selling a product right away, you know, mm-hmm. people don't want that. They want, they want to feel like you're giving to them because you want, you just want to gain their trust and you want to feel like you're growing a community, like honestly, which is what I want to do. Like mm-hmm. I, if I never got a brand deal, like, and I would still make these videos, like it's not what's important to me, but uh, it's, yeah, like I said, it's nice when a good company comes around that like truly supports you. And I feel could like make whoever's watching theirs life better to some degree, or maybe that's what they want. Or, you know, I, it's, it's weird, but I'm, I would love for this to be my full-time job. Hi everyone. I just want to jump in and say, if you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen and leave a review. If you have time, that would be really helpful on Apple podcast and also follow me on Instagram at well now what podcast. Let's get back to the interview. Yeah. If you would have like gone back and talked to Ben back in like high school or Ben deciding wanting to go to post-grad and you told him like, this is a career option, would he believe you by then? Or like, what advice would you would have given your younger self? I, I've always done things like this. I think I would, I would tell Ben to not worry about what other people think as much and just start putting things out there because you want to and not thinking about what people want. I think that's what holds back a lot of people and using it as a creative outlet because being able to being able to have started earlier obviously would have been better for like a online career if it was to happen you know like anything if you put five years in the chances are going to be you know you're probably going to get better and I, I I maybe would have said that but I I had a lot of experiences that I'm very happy I had and I went to post-secondary and it taught me a lot about hard work and the job that I had gave me a lot of confidence and I met a lot of amazing people. And I think it shaped me into a way now that maybe I wouldn't have been if I tried to go directly into social media and not struggled with these hard jobs. Mm -hmm. And how have you learned to kind of let shit go and to stop caring what other people think? Is that just with age and with time and experience or is there like something specific? It's like a mindset that you changed over the years. uh, Well, definitely both. I, Mm -hmm. The last few, I, the last few years, I definitely worked on just being like happier, working on my mood. It's it's something that you you do have to work on. You have to work on having a better mood and a better outlook on life. It's if if somebody doesn't like what I put out, they don't have to watch it, or they can watch it and be upset about that. But if I'm proud of what I'm putting out, they just don't like me. I can't do anything about it. If I'm putting, if I was putting out content that I know wasn't good and I was not proud of, yeah, that would probably affect me more. But if somebody just doesn't like something, that's your opinion. I, I, I they're right. That's the thing is they're right. They go, this is bad. I'm like, well, you think it's bad. You're right. Like I can't change that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the, the big mindset behind that. It's just people are going to not like some of the things you do and I can't stop that but to let one person make you stop from creating it sounds so depressing it does it does when you put it in that perspective it's so simple but it's it's the truth it's it, but it's hard it is very yeah. hard to put yourself out there I'm not saying mm-hmm. it's that easy like it took me a long time it's the reason why I'm doing this now and not earlier right it's it takes a lot of time and <laughs> it, 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 people just get it at different stages you know there's there's people on TikTok with 50 million followers at the age of 14 and you know they I can't imagine doing this at 14 and any backlash getting it at 14 Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. it can't be good for your mental health, but maybe they just have thicker skin than I did. Yeah. So how is, you know, being a, like a social and digital creator, how has this affected your personal life? Um, you know, have people noticed you in public? Have people that, you know, treated you any differently or has it kind of stayed the same? I'm, I've, I have been noticed in public. Is that weird? What's ni- yes. It's very <laughs> weird. Especially if I'm like with friends. Uh, it's it's weird because they just think it's funny because they're like you're just Ben right you're just <laughs> Ben it's always like you're that guy from t- and then so that is that's like it's good though but I don't play a different persona like right. I'm the same I feel like I'm the same person so mm-hmm. when they come up to me they're not expecting me to like do something I'm not like a, I'm not like a party animal they're not asking me to do <laughs> shots they're not yeah. You know, they see me walking on the street. They're just like, I really like your videos. I'm like, thank you. Like, it, it's it's only been positive and it's, it's very in passing. It's, mm-hmm. it's nothing too crazy. And then my, my dad loves it. My mom loves it. Mm-hmm. My, my, everybody is very supportive of it. A lot of questions, but, but I think a lot of my friends kind of saw that happening. They're not that surprised that this is how this went because I, I'm, I've made videos before I was, you know, I was in like theater as a kid. I, I made videos with my friends during summer. I was always making things just for fun. So I think it's relatively seamless for them. They're not like, how did this happen all of a sudden? Plus they saw the gradual of it, right? When I first posted yeah. a video, they're like, oh, Ben, you posted this video and I got a hundred views. That's cool. And now, you know, there's videos that do really well. And they're just like, yeah, I saw, like they saw that incline. So they got used to it more as mm-hmm. opposed to some people that see me tomorrow and are like, I saw you tomorrow. And then how do you have a million followers and, you know, right. all that stuff. So my, my friends are very, very supportive, which I'm very fortunate about. And I, I like being able to kind of share my experiences and the good things that are happening to me. And it's fun being able to share those things with them. Totally. Yeah. I feel like if I see a celebrity or sorry, an actor, or an actress, because they're playing like a, like a person, I feel maybe I don't know, maybe more comfortable approaching them. But when it comes to like influencers or TikTok creators, it's like you're you're not playing anyone. You're being you, Um, you know, and like people feel as though they maybe know you because, you know, they see your video. So I guess maybe in the future, it might be hard to like have those boundaries. I don't know, because you are in Vancouver and you do showcase where you go often. Um, But yeah, do you find that hard to keep your private life private or it's just it stays uh, private? It stays pretty private. That's good. I don't, I, I, I know I am very cautious with it just because, you know, I, I, I don't want people to like, I'm, I'm just an, I'm, I'm very much so just a normal person. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think it's whatever you kind of make of it. Like if somebody comes up to you and you're like, just normal, like, I love your videos. You're like, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like if people are making more of it, it's like, I, I just haven't experienced it yet. Everybody that I have is just really nice. And they just, See, I like your videos. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if it like got to a different stage, it'd be different. Yes. But right now I'm just kind of the guy that takes them on hikes, which I think <laughs> is very comforting. And totally. most of the time it's just appreciation over yes. anything. Yeah. So you told me you're in your own studio right now or some sort of studio. So is this for your business or how has, you know, your entrepreneurial experience kind of grown this past year? Uh, so I had this it pretty much just a t-shirt brand that I had. I started two or three years ago. And yeah. that was just for fun. Like I just liked making things and excited to see kind of what I could do with it and get some of my ideas out of my head. Now it's, you know, my full screen print studio, but I also use it for making videos and just having a place where I can go where it's just me and I get to just be creative and take it out of the apartment. And mm-hmm. 
it, it feels really good. And I'm in a studio with a bunch of like the building has a bunch of other studios in it with all other small businesses or creators to some degree. So cool. it just feels really good. And just being able to come here and just like, okay, this is where I create and I make mm-hmm. things and I just it can have that separation. It it's been a dream for a very long time to have this. And I never knew what avenue it was going to take to get this, but it was TikTok, And it's nice because the shirt thing has kind of turned more into merch to some degree. Mm-hmm. Like I don't put like my face on it, but people that want to support you are going to find a way to support you. And I don't really talk about my t-shirt brand, but it's linked in my bio and it's obviously linked in my Instagram. So if people are like, well, let me learn more. They go, Oh, they have this. Like, I like I just get so many like messages on my orders being thank you I appreciate you taking me on a journey and mm-hmm. seeing it go to Germany or seeing it go to Australia or seeing it go to Singapore is, is so cool to know that not only are they buying that shirt but they're watching those videos and it's it's nice it's a fun part of this to kind of feel independent of getting a little bit of money to pay for this area that I can keep creating and it hopefully grows. That's incredible. That's such an amazing journey. So what about when you're looking for inspiration um, and trying to be creative or if you're in a creative rut, uh, what do you do? Do you just go outside, be in nature or like kind of what's your process there? Um, I, I, there's times where I'm like, I don't know what, what's the next video I'm going to make. But then I, if it's like rainy, I'm like, oh, I would really like to be in like the forest today. And I'm for, for the like outdoor videos. They're mm-hmm. very easy because it's just what I want to do. And I just have fun making those because then I get to look back on them. And it's what my day was after. It's exactly how my day was in that video. That's the really the, tr- the kind of feeling I tried to make out of those videos. But with the creative videos, it's, I just have a million things that I always have to do. And so when I'm fixing or when I'm waxing my overalls or if I'm fixing my pants, it's really what people do, but I'm just kind of filming it in a fun way. And I'm, it's just kind of making it fun for a video, which I think is fun too. And then I actually do it because I have to, to finish it, the video, <laughs> it makes me be accountable. I, I just kind of have a few ideas always a little bit flowing around in my head. Like right now yeah. it's probably three or four that I know I'm going to do, but after that, yeah. I don't really know. Yeah. It's just going to kind of happen. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. And yeah, could be my last video ever in three <laughs> videos. Who knows? I love how easy going, you know, you are, it's not like this like set schedule plan that it needs to be this, this installed in that many, whatever ads. So um, I like the way that you, you know, you create content. It's very refreshing. Um, I and I was, yeah, I was hoping to end the episode with a few uh, rapid fire questions, if that's okay. Okay. Um, what is your, like, I guess, safe haven spot? Like if you, you could be like, oh, this is so beautiful. I could die happy here. I love going to White Cliff. Ah, uh, yeah. I love going to White Cliff Park. I live right by there. <laughs> Do you? It's in my oh, backyard. Yeah. It's beautiful. That's amazing. I love yeah. White Cliff Park. It's yeah. it just has everything. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. great. The water is amazing. The it, it it feels it it feels like a set. It doesn't it does. make sense there. I yeah. think it, it's not appreciated enough, and it's never really that busy. Well, I yeah. guess if you consider like I live right next to English Bay, so you see mm-hmm. you go outside of a park there, and you're just like bombarded. <laughs> I I love White Cliff Park, but I also love um, Capilano Regional park yes that place is amazing um you're talking about like the suspension bridge like cap river no no uh well yes but it's further okay so it's it's like just a regional park it's just a park yes 
Okay. And okay. It, it's like kind of hidden away, but it's huge old gross forest and they have their dam there and you can go look at that and yes. you just walk through the forest. It's just so lush and green and the water is so beautiful. beautiful and you can, I, I, I really love how green everything is. And I, I think I've really started appreciating it this spring. That yes. was a very long rapid fire question. No, no, no. That was great. That's like, I, I've kind of grown up on the North shore and you know, I we're so lucky to live nearby so many beautiful places white cliff too is one of my favorites it's gotten busier though i don't know if people are like spreading the word of like this it used to be kind of like a hidden gem but now it's a little bit more popular but i'm glad more people are enjoying it but yeah i can agree with white cliff um it's absolutely stunning um if a movie was made about you what genre would it be and who would play you oh that's who would play me what genre would it be i i would like it to be like a coming of age hopeful story like kind of a, a, a Lords of Dogtown, uh, mid nineties kind of era of just like, not, I have no idea what's happening ever. And I, <laughs> I, I, the feeling of just kind of being lost and not knowing what's happening and never really having like a resolve to the story, just like, and that it ends because I have to keep living my life and there's no great crescendo to this. Ooh, who would play me? Ah. Do you have any idea who would play me? I'm not good with pop culture though. That's the problem. It's it doesn't have to be someone that looks like you because I feel like there's not that many actors actresses that look like me, but their energy maybe embodies me more. But that's a good yeah. good point. Oh, who do I really like? I'm gonna think about that one. Okay. We, okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back to, to it. Yeah. Okay. Um, what food could you eat for the rest of your life? Oh, bami sandwiches. Probably those. What are those? Banh mi, like like uh, Vietnamese sandwiches. Oh, Vietnamese, yes, yes, so yeah. good, yes, yeah. yes. Like lemongrass with like cilantro and jalapenos, yeah. pickled vegetables. I've I've been eating a lot of those lately. Really? Do you know any good Vietnamese spots in Vancouver? Because I there used to be a lot. I used to live in Victoria, and there was a lot of really good ones. But Vancouver, I don't know. I haven't really found that many good ones. There is a good one right on Denmin, where near I live. They're under or um under uh, renovation right now uh right on Denman and Denman and almost Denman and Robson close to that okay. I can't remember what it's called but it's my go-to there's like a couple really good ones right down in Main Street where my studio is that I've been going to yeah I think I think that I think okay, I think cool. Vietnamese Vietnamese is my my go-to very good choice um what's one thing on your bucket list I really want to cycle across Canada I really want to do that. Hopefully in the spring and the summer, you don't want to do that <laughs> No, in the, in the winter. No. <laughs> no, it would start late spring coming east. And I would like to end in Vancouver. That would, okay. be, the, that would be the goal. Yeah. Cool. Cool. What don't most people know about you? Let's, what's kind of like a fun fact? What is a fun fact? I can juggle. It's not that fun. Um, you juggle well. I I have my uh sky I have my skydiving and my scuba diving license. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. That's that's yeah. really impressive. That's fun. Yeah, that's a fun fact. Yeah. I forgot about that. That is a fun fact. <laughs> have you um have you done any skydiving in Vancouver or has it kind of been more abroad? No, I so I when I was it's been years since I've skydived. I would I went to California. And I did 30 jumps in 10 days. And I got my A license, which oh lets gosh. you skydive by yourself. And 
but just since then I haven't really skydived. It's just kind of like a thing I wanted to check off and I got to do it and it was fun. Same with scuba diving. I got my license and I was like, that was fun. I would like to do it again at some point, but it's not big on my list right now. Hmm, Cool. Um, what, what is your biggest pet peeve? When people litter, that's the worst. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that at all. I don't understand mm-hmm. when people litter in a park because they came to the park to enjoy nature mm-hmm. and then they leave this garbage. And if they saw that, mm-hmm. they'd be annoyed because it's gross, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. And like, if they, especially when you see like a bunch of like cans and garbage in a spot that they were obviously sitting and then if they came back later and saw that, they're like, oh, I don't want to sit there. There's garbage here. Like, yeah. I, it, it, <laughs> I, I can't imagine somebody explaining to me why they would do that, where it would make sense in any doesn't. sense. And Vancouver's filled with like, you know, we're equipped with the garbage cans and recycling. Like we've got all the, you know, infrastructure ready to go. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't get it. That's a big pet peeve. <laughs> Um, who's the a favorite person of yours that you follow on the internet? This can be TikTok or Instagram. Oh, I follow this artist that makes, that makes like fun tattoos, uh, okay. different tattoo ideas. I like, I can't remember her name. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm so not good with that. I just kind of follow <laughs> people and have it show okay, me up. Too. Yeah, I, I I wish I could. Instagram, it's mostly just my friends that I follow. I just mm-hmm. kind of follow my friends. I mm-hmm. I don't like being overly like I don't follow really any outdoor stuff because I don't want to be influenced by it. And right. it's just like a break. Like that's what I think about. I don't want to mm-hmm. also have it. So I follow a lot of artists. I follow a lot of creatives. Um, oh, I follow a guy. I can't remember what it's called. It's something miniatures. He makes a bunch of miniature figurines of oh, like props. Cool. So yeah. like he makes like. He shows you how to make a can of Coke out of like super small. Things. Yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I love that. I love that. <laughs> love that. Have you heard of Tiny Kitchen? That sounds familiar. They're on Instagram. I don't know if they're on TikTok, but it's like it's this whole team. They've got like millions of followers where they cook tiny meals in a tiny kitchen, like with actual ingredients, and they'll make like a full on like meal with these tiny little ingredients in a small kitchen. It's so funny. I love that. I, I saw that. I think I saw that with a burger. I think they made a burger one time with a yes. little frying pan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I have seen that. So funny. Okay. Um, two more questions. Um, who are the three most influential people in your life? My dad is, he, he gave me like a love for nature, respect, uh, hard work, uh, it, like being a good person. Like my dad is one of the most important people in my life. I have a friend named Austin Dreger and he, he's just one of those people that I've never really gotten to be really close friends with. But whenever I see him, he's just so positive and welcoming. And I, he's such like a small one, but I, I, I'm just so drawn to him. And I like knowing that we're not that close, but whenever we see each other, we're very happy to see each other. Mm-hmm. And then my, my uncle Chris is just like a, a like a diehard artist. He like, he's, can make anything and he loves art and it would just give you the shirt off his back. He's helped me with so many things and he just asks for nothing always. He's just excited to see people creating and making things. And I, ju- I just think he should be the most successful person in the world. Cause he's so unbelievably talented, but you know, he, it, you have to be on social media, sadly to be, have this like outlandish mm-hmm. fame. And I, 
would like to be in a financial situation where I could give him a team to just run his social media and just like let him create. But you know, here's hoping. Oh, awesome. Okay. And uh, last question on my Instagram, I do like these Friday faves of things that I'm loving, whether that's a book, a podcast, a person, um, or like a recipe or food. So is there anything right now that you're loving? And again, that can kind of be anything. It could be music too, whatever, whatever you've been um, loving. I'm, I don't know if this counts, but I'm sure. loving what people are doing, especially in like the craft beer market right now with mm -hmm. having a bunch of like little pop-up beer gardens because they're allowed mm -hmm. to have patios now and i think there's been a lot of people have done a really good job to make it feel normal and i really appreciate that because it's so hard already with what they're doing and then being able to not just have like little picnic tables out like this weekend i went to powell street brewing and slow hands brewing and it, it was just so nice to like be away from people but but be together in a community almost again mm -hmm. like not just having to like take things to go and be alone i think i just really appreciated kind of like the the atmosphere they've created with what they've had to deal with over this nonsense that's been happening and i i just really admire it yeah i really love that have you been to um north fan on lower lawnsdale there's like kind of just like a street of breweries um craft beer all over have you been there yeah yeah, like beer and house funk and yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all of them. them. Yeah, and North Point, all that. Yeah, it's a really good spot. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ben, for taking the time to chat with me. It was lovely learning more about you. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate your oh. time. Well, thank you. I appreciate uh, you thinking of me. And that was Ben. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. I'll put his links in the show notes, obviously. Um, and I, yeah, I just really had so much fun chatting with him and learning more about him.